What's up, guys? Happy Friday. It's episode 106. Welcome back to the show. up it's Jacqueline happy Friday I'm podcasting in bed right now I'm still in Washington I'm still at my mom's house and um, I cried I cried all day long and I had a wake-up call Jacqueline holy shit girl you do this seven days a week if you do this every day you're gonna have a bad day where you cry and you're gonna have to talk about it so uh, here I am in bed uh, my eyes are still throbbing like you know when you cry a lot like I cried hard and here's the thing you're probably like, Jacqueline, why did you cry? Are you okay? Is everything okay? Yes, everything is fine. My family is amazing. I love my mom. I love my sister. I love my brother. I love everyone in my family. We have little tiffs, and I talked about it earlier this week. Had a little issue going on, and I was going through it a little bit. And I love my family because when we talk it out, it's the most loving, like, passionate we we just like I cried they cry it's amazing it's beautiful and at the end I'm like here here's my list of new boundaries this is what we're going to work on this is what I learned and so literally all I'm going to do today (laughs) my mom and sister are behind me you might be be able to hear the, the tv in the other room my sister does um fitness competitions and they're watching the Olympia I think it's the Olympia the live Olympia show right now out in the living room and I broke away from that to podcast because I'm like you know what my mom's like Jacqueline just check in talk about the fact you cried all day go over some of the issues people might be interested in the the, uh the gossip the hot gossip my family relationships you know so I don't know I'm still in bed my eyes are kind of throbbing do I have any beverage next to me I have water okay here let me take a sip famous last words on the podcast 106 episodes I feel like I say it every time just let me take a sip so let's get into it Uh, first off (laughs) if you're new I'm here seven days a week (laughs) like I said this is my audio diary instead of writing in a journal I speak it out I talk about my thoughts I talk about my feels I talk about my uh, rants and all things I want to change the world all this like crazy shit I don't know I you never know what you're gonna get on this podcast I don't niche down I am my own niche I talk about whatever I want there isn't a purpose other than hi I'm Jacqueline welcome to my life this is like a YouTube vlog except it's an audio vlog okay cool um I know everyone has a podcast but I just think I'm so special because I do it seven days a week now and uh yeah I don't know why I'm saying that I'm embarrassed now should I restart this I don't think I'm so special. I'm just saying, if you're like, why do you podcast every day? It's like Jacqueline journals with, by talking her shit out to herself alone. And sometimes I have guests, sometimes I will, but mostly it's me. So if you're new, I'm here seven days a week, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on the Apple podcast app and head over to patreon.com slash TJMS to support the show. I'm doing my shout outs at the end of the episode today. All my patrons get a Friday shout out. And they get access to my exclusive content for Patreon members only. So go check it out. And go over to YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll be resuming my Monday through Friday. It's like a talk show podcast. You know, you see me during the week, Monday through Friday. I'm just sitting there 
in my little studio in San Diego doing my thing. So go check it out. I'll be resuming that. And uh, follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Monroe. All right. So here's why I cried. Here's why I'm, (sighs) I don't know. Okay, guys. So I feel like I want to talk about the lesson I learned versus talking about the bullshit and like the, the meaningless, well, it's not meaningless. The, I don't want to talk about the specific details of like what upset me and, and shit. Cause I feel like it's personal. I don't want to bring my family into this and talk about them. And, um, but the lesson I learned today or this, the thing I brought up was it's cool. Cause like every year I go, I get older, um, <laughs> Jacqueline that happens every year you do get older good job I learn that a couple things one thing especially on this podcast I've learned that um especially my curious mind wants to fucking save the world and come to the come to the like find the root cause of every issue and figure out a way to solve it like my brain just wants to fucking fix everything I see that's wrong and and Especially, like, I can get into rabbit holes, conspiracy theories. I can get in deep with a lot of shit. And I learned this year, I'm like a free bird. Jacqueline, like, the older I get, I'm like, you can't, you're not going to just, who cares? like, relax. You're not going to do it. Just, you know, I don't know. I, I get entertained by other people that talk about conspiracies and get into holes and shit. But I don't like to do it myself because I just feel, I don't know. Um, So I learned that. Jacqueline just take a step back pull the brakes on put the brakes on a little bit stop trying to solve stop trying to save the world it's you know relax so there is that lesson I mean I could list all the lessons but let me talk about the lesson I learned tonight when I was talking to my mom I realized that Jacqueline they didn't know this was bothering you Jacqueline you didn't say anything no wonder they're like they're like confused you never told them Jacqueline bring it up if it, if your feelings get hurt don't let them just hurt your feelings and not say anything so my new my new wave <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying my new mission is telling my family members hey that doesn't feel good when you do that that hurts my feelings and um at this like I'm going through this personal what do you call it I'm in my what's the word what kind of year would I describe I'm in mid 2020 so I went through depression hardcore early 2020 I mean like who didn't um and I was like not going out of the house for two weeks like sleeping all day like having negative thoughts constantly spiral all day long woke up with a cloud didn't have any motivation or ambition to do anything like it was dark okay and I hadn't been that depressed probably ever and I got help my family came and visited me and then I got help professional help and since I'd say August I've been doing like self-improvement mental health therapy you know all the shit so I'm at this really good place now where I've put in some work and um what am I circling this back to Basically, mm, shit, I forgot how I'm going to make this make sense. Ah, shit. Uh, basically, a new, th- so fuck, I'm working on myself. Okay, so my family knows that. They've seen an, ad- they, they said, wow, Jacqueline, since July, you've made a drastic improvement. Everyone notices it. And 
basically I set out, I was like, I made it up. I verbalized it to everyone. I am working on myself. I'm going to make some changes. I'm getting help, blah, blah, blah. So they knew that. And so what happened here was I've been alone for most of 2020. I, you know, in my apartment, doing my thing. And then I come home and I'm not used to the chatter and the commentary and the, um, I didn't think I had such a thin fucking skin. It's not that I'm insecure. It's like, or like I can't handle any critique, criticism, input about my life and what I should be doing. But I realized like it really got to me because I'm so, I'm just building right now. I'm in this phase of building. So I noticed that my family was like, saying little comments about me and stuff I'm doing in San Diego and my podcast and moving home potentially and um there's even some like personal stuff they had comments about um personality stuff that was kind of like shit I'm I think I'm okay I think I'm not fucking psycho I mean like in my eyes like I'm better than I feel like I'm pretty even you guys, I hope you agree. I know I go, I know I get out there on the show sometimes, but at my core, like I'm boring. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm not boring. Like I'm, I'm not, I I put on the energy and the entertainment for the mic or on the mic. Cause I have to do this alone. I'm like carrying the audience through an hour of the podcast. Like I have to, sometimes I get out there and crazy, but Basically, they made me feel like I was, uh, like, just little comments. And I was assuming, this is the problem, I was assuming they were labeling me as, like, this, I'll just say it, bipolar? Yeah. Um, which hurt my feelings. And they were joking about it, which they shouldn't, because that's a serious thing. But I was, like, questioning myself. I'm, like, researching those characteristics I'm like no Jacqueline Jesus Christ I'm like I thought I was doing okay up until this fucking vacation up until Thanksgiving when I came home for a month I was like Jacqueline you're soaring girl everything's going well mental health up physical mental spiritual podcast yoga everything solid woo going home to see family woo and then I just started getting these little comments so basically what I learned is I gotta address it if it starts to get under my skin instead of like never telling them because what happened is it all came to a head and I fucking went how would I say this I went passive aggressive on my sister um I feel like rightfully so though in one situation maybe you guys would back me up on this hi Julia if you're listening I love you um we actually had a great heart to heart this morning and she's I like understand her a lot better now because she's kind of she's a lot more reserved than I am but I felt like damn it like she's okay I respect you 10 times more now after we had that talk but um hi are they coming in I don't know this could be a family therapy session my mom offered to get on the mic and I'm like no mom (laughs) it'll get too emotional why was I talking about Julia okay um shit damn I hate you guys I lose my train of thought it's it's nighttime this is my bedtime podcast uh she and I got into it this morning oh rightfully so like why did I get why did I go passive aggressive well I don't like to get um immediate attention as soon as I wake up and my retainer's still in you know what I mean like I don't want to chit chat but (laughs) literally I go out into the kitchen to get some water I think it was like Tuesday morning 
and she's like, what's your problem? You know, like that was the first question of the day. And I just went over to her. This is like probably bad or just rude. I looked at her. I grabbed my water. I looked at her and I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. And I, I didn't talk to her. Literally, I haven't done this with her. But there's other stuff that was like we have some stuff we worked out this morning finally. But there's some other stuff where I was just like, I'm fucking done, girl. Like, I can't handle this shit. So I like went mute or just didn't really hang. She like left all day that day. So I didn't even see her. But I didn't really see her yesterday either. And we talked this morning. She I, I saw her on the couch when I came out this morning and this is how we, this is how my first cry. I'll talk about my first cry. This is with my sister this morning. I walk out of the living room this morning and I got so pissed because I hadn't talked to her. Right. And she smiled at me and she's like sipping her coffee. And I was like, you bitch, like you're being smug. You're smirking. You're trying to like get under my skin. So I just kind of like said some shit to her. And then we ended up talking, which is really healthy because, um, she's really like me and my mindset about like taking the, like how to communicate in a, just in a, how do I say this? Like efficient way, like how you're feeling instead of doing these, it's like lazy to just spout off and clap back and or go mute and not talk you know that's like a lazy thing but to really tell someone like how you're feeling and work shit out is like a lot healthier obviously and um we were just talking about that and I was telling her about certain stuff she says that I don't like and she's saying the same for me and we're like okay I won't do that I didn't know blah blah it was really great and she's even crying because like she felt bad about stuff and I was crying and then she's like oh my gosh like you know it was great and so uh do you guys like listening to family shit? I feel like everyone has stuff like this happen, but I was telling my mom tonight, like we were sitting on the couch and I'm like this, like, it's not that bad. Like the stuff we cried over today and got upset about was like, not even that bad. Cause I have a tendency to, I can get really like, how do I say this? I can feel all the emotions at once and it feels worse than it is. So I have to get perspective and think, no, Jacqueline, it's simple. Just tell people up front when it's, when you're, when you're not liking how they're treating you or what they're saying, like just call them out. And, and I said, we're going to be like obnoxious about it for a little bit, just so we can work on a relationship and get this, you know, part of it better. But after a while, it'll just be natural. We'll know not to bring up certain or do certain things that trigger things we're trying to work on you know it's like not helpful for me to hear certain things right now at this point in my life and there's like stuff you guys don't even know which is not anything bad it's like stuff I'm working with my therapist on and like you know what I mean so I don't know basically uh yeah I don't know I feel boring is this boring ah mental health podcast family drama podcast happy fucking holidays you're seeing your family and people are crying podcast but you know what it was great we all cried and hugged and my mom at one point said you're my favorite (laughs) so I got that out of her I don't know if she's you know I feel like if I was a parent I'd have a favorite child anyways so then um had all these emotions my sister's like you know what Jacqueline you need to get out of the house because like I've been kind of cooped up here 
and hiding in my high school bedroom like a like a moody teenager like literally I just work in my bedroom all day and don't really go out because I was pissed at her so she's like you know what Jacqueline let's go get Starbucks I have to do a return let's go do an errands let's get out of the house and I'm like I just end up taking a little nap I needed like an emotional nap to like come down from that and I napped and like I didn't eat all day I literally had cheese and crackers for dinner one of those days um then shit did she come home my mom came home from her trip she was in Charleston and Savannah so she came home at like one and my sister and her went went off and um they did some errands and shit and like my mom showed up and then she left and then I don't know I'm trying to think if I'm missing out on details I could talk about, like, stuff I watched. I watched the Joe Rogan, Andrew Schultz podcast. (laughs) Some of it today. Oh, I know. Well, my sister... Guys, I got an an update that's not about the family convos and the crying today. I did yoga. Yoga? I did yoga outside. Got fresh air when my sister was doing errands. And I love doing it outside like at, especially where my at my mom's house because it's borderline borderline raining out there's bird birds migrating all over the sky so like when I'm upside down doing a pose like I can see the birds and there's clouds moving fast and wind and leaves blowing and it's like this it's so fun and I was um that was probably the highlight of my day I think there's something to be said about, let me talk about yoga, yoga for yoga. Let me sit up. Jacqueline, don't lay down in your bed when you're a podcast host. I'm literally in my bed, in my high school bedroom. Hi. Happy December at mom's house. Um, hold on, drink more water. Let me talk about yoga. Yoga. Why can't I say yoga? Okay. It's crazy how I crave it now where if I don't get on my mat and it's like, I don't know, 8 p.m. and I haven't been on it all day, which is rare. Usually I'm doing it like my routine with yoga is pretty much every morning and night without question. Like I do it like I get on my mat and I flow like for minimum like 15 minutes to an hour and then maybe not even an hour, maybe like 30. I haven't been going that hard, but, and then sometimes around like the end of my work day, I'll go on the mat for an hour and do an actual class. But I just love how I'm like called to it. It's weird how like my body knows, like it just wants to stretch out and it wants to move. It wants to, it's a different craving than like, for example, lifting weights and like going to the gym and doing a, like a lifting routine. Cause I guess I don't think my body's ever really like called me to do that, like craved it. I don't know how to explain it. Like my muscles aren't like go lift something. They're usually just like sore, like relax, you know, take a day off, bitch. Don't go lift anything right now. You're sore or whatever. I know like I would, yeah, but I don't know. I just really like the yoga routine right now. And I, I want to apply the same principles or the same discipline I have for the podcast to yoga because it's kind of what does Joe Rogan say it's a martial yoga is martial arts against yourself is that what he calls it who said that or did he call did he call jujitsu 
martial arts that is martial arts i think he said yoga is martial arts against yourself yeah there's something about it that is you have to be um like there's a discipline about it i i really enjoy and i i think it balances me out in my energy because i'm like i'm high energy i'm out like spoken and woo you know like i can be really like just big and bold and obnoxious sometimes so I like that yoga makes me calm versus making my main exercise like I don't know fucking crossfit or some shit where I'm like going hard and I don't know maybe I should release more energy maybe yoga is probably not enough of a release I don't guys I don't know I just feel good when I do it and I like being flexible and I like deep breathing and um I'm not really into, by the way, like, I don't want to be, I don't like to get into deep of shit. I don't like all the, it's not that I don't like it. I don't, all the terminology and the, the spiritual, like, I don't know how to, like, the names of yoga, like, asana, kundalini, da 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 chaturanga. Like, I don't know technical terms. I just, like, move on my mat and I do classes on YouTube. I'm like, that works for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like not super I don't want to nerd out about nerd nerd out about the I, I don't know. For some reason I get overwhelmed when I start something new where I'm like, I need to do baby steps. I need to get consistent at this. And if I overcomplicate it and learn all this shit and do and read books about it and go in too deep, I'm gonna be I'm gonna feel like I'm making it too big of a deal and too much of a thing. I have this I don't know if it's like a quirk I have I need everything to be like brushing brushing my teeth does that make sense like I don't question that in the morning I'm like oh first thing I do in the morning oh I brush my teeth with yoga it's like oh I just get on my mat and I move and I don't over complicate it think about it I don't read about it I don't watch videos about it really I just like go and do it okay same with podcasting like I don't show up with a fucking script and like oh this is what I'm gonna do today like I have it in my head a little bit but I don't over complicate this because my goal is to be consistent and, uh, yeah, I just want to apply that discipline, the podcast thing, do it every day to, to yoga. And it's a good compliment to my life. And, uh, I can do it anywhere. And I love doing it back in my apartment in San Diego. So, yeah. Uh, you guys might see some yoga content at some point on the gram again. I used to post yoga shit sometimes and I haven't done it in a while. I don't know. I feel strong. I like how I feel connected to my, like my core feels really strong and cool. All right. We're talking about yoga instead of crying. Um, who's bored? Wait, did I just get a text? Who just texted me out of nowhere? I got a K from my sister. I told her to turn down the TV. Oh, did I tell you? I said, we're watching or my mom and my sister out there are watching the, uh, fitness, the Olympia bodybuilding championship or whatever so I think it's in Miami I think it's live I think it's tonight well it's Friday okay so let's cut to the chase I talked to my mom my mom and sister were doing errands they came home and then um I'll be honest guys I'll just be honest (sighs) how do I say this um I was kind of ignoring my mom because I wanted her to come to me because I was like you have some explaining to do kind of like you guys I don't want to say details but I was just like I need for once you to break the ice because I feel like I'm always the one to say hey let's work on this let's talk about it you know I usually do that and I'm like I was being stubborn so I'm in my room 
working and she comes in she's like are are we talking or are you not talking to me or I'm like I was just in shock I'm like you have you don't have anything to say to me you owe me an apology mom like what like I was just like are you like I didn't say that but I was just like oh my god like I kind of was being stubborn and then she came and sat down in my in my room and we talked for a really long time about every detail of everything and I got I cried hard I got emotional I was bringing up shit from two and a half years ago I was talking about um life shit with her uh our relationship the dynamics the the ups the downs we've been through the um you know, and at the end of the day, I apologize. I took accountability for some of the shit I was doing wrong with her in the relationship. And one of the things is I tolerate things. Just, I don't, I'm, I don't know how to say it. A, a lot of times I go, Oh mom, it's like, I give my mom a pass. And I, and I say this about, um, my generation and the disrespect, a lot of the disrespect towards older generations I see, especially with people on social media popping off like oh okay boomer or whatever and I have a lot of um I guess I don't know if the word's empathy but a lot of times it's like look they were raised different than we were they didn't have access to all this information we have now I mean they, they do now so maybe they could get with it like I don't know what else to say but I have empathy I'm like look my brain is still forming theirs is kind of formed and it's thinking how it wants to think you know I can't be so um I I don't I usually let shit roll off my back easily like especially with my mom and my other my dad because I'm like they're just that's how they think and I can't fault them for that so much it's like I have to respect that they you know they have they've lived life they think what they think you know I can't be so when I don't take the what my point of my point about letting it roll off my back is oh I don't take it so personal so a lot of times I hear them say stuff and I just go, oh, you know, whatever, just mom being mom. And she cares. It's always rooted in she cares about me. She loves me and she wants what's best for me. But I feel like with a lot of parents, sometimes their delivery sucks. And that's kind of what we worked out, we worked out tonight. And um, I apologize. I just said, like, my problem, the thing I haven't been doing, which is not helping the relationship, is addressing when those things start to upset me over time it's like I'm it it gets under my skin and it really makes me have my I feel like my I I end up questioning my behavior and my choices in life and what I'm doing because I feel like I'm not doing what you want me to do and shit like that just by your commentary that's so subtle and you don't mean harm you're trying to like for a stupid example is um I keep getting comments about moving home like Jacqueline you know you can always come move back in with me and you know live for free and you know the world's changing are you 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 know are you sure about San Diego is it really where you want to be and are you happy and I just end up going dude wait no I don't want to move home I'm fine I love where I live I'm living my dream life like everything's fucking amazing where I and I love it and I feel a guilt then I feel that I'm assuming that I'm assuming that she doesn't approve of me, approve of my life down there which is not true she definitely does or she doesn't think I'm a family 
oriented person because I left the entire family in Washington. And, you know, then I start assuming and then I go. So over time, while I'm letting that roll off my back, I'm literally overanalyzing everything, which is, hi, I'm a girl. I over, I overthink. <laughs> Am I just labeling? Is that, do, do guys overthink? I don't know. I think it, it's also me overthinking that is rooted in trying to please my parent. And that's like a, a default to that a lot of the times and it's subcon I don't even think about it it's just like in my it's like a habit it's like a what's the word condition conditioning classical I'm I'm like a trained dog mom says this obey do not disrespect do not disagree um with that being said I'm catching myself now where I'm like stop assuming shit Jacqueline it's not just she means well instead of thinking she means harm just understand she at her core means well and there's other things I told her I like put it we were literally in a fun way I was like building a cake I was building layers of the cake and I made 10 layers and each layer was a, a comment or a subject or a scenario we've been through since I've been home that hasn't been helpful and that's really kind of it's pushed me it's kind of set my mental health back a little bit and it's nothing like I said she doesn't mean harm but I haven't said anything while this is happening until today and so I said mom if you we took all these layers away and this didn't exist I'm Jacqueline before Thanksgiving coming home soaring like an eagle work on my, working on myself doing amazing coming home and if all these things weren't really part of and it's not that I don't want to hear uh, advice and feedback and stuff. But I'm at this point where in order for me to stay on my grind and stay focused on what I'm working on right now, I got to eliminate anything that questions or suggests something else that might be better or whatever, because I have got it locked in. And so I think I have to protect that right now. In order for me to be successful, I have to protect that and I have to set up some little boundaries (laughs) and it sounds stupid I'm like a little kid I'm like or not like a little kid I'm just I'm like I can't just it's not helpful when you say those things please don't say it okay anyways um but I cried a lot I cried I felt bad she cried um that was probably the most beautiful conversation we've had uh ever and we always reference like this is a conversation I will reference in the future with my mom where I'll remember it and I'll compliment her for like like for example I thanked my sister I owe her a lot for (laughs) calling me out on my bullshit bullshit this summer when she visited me and that's really when I made a change and I just like got my I, I, I was like, Jacqueline, you're a depressed piece of shit. I mean, I'm not a piece of shit, but I was like a mess. I was depressed. I had no trajectory. I'm like unemployed, COVID-19, isolation, pandemic, unprecedented times, quarantine, moved, moved, moved into a new apartment by myself, no friends, new city. Uh, well, not really a new city. I just moved closer to the city. Uh I'm like, fuck, Jacqueline, figure it out. Get your shit So my sister was like the little slap in my face or like the kick in the ass, whatever you call it, to get me going. And then my mom tonight, I think instead of making it 
and this is the maturity I have now that I didn't have in the past, instead of making it all about what she did to me and what she said to me and how, how much it hurt me, instead of making it that, I made it, um, I allow you <laughs> to say that these things when you don't mean harm and you never meant harm or were trying to change me or make me move home or fix me or anything. And, um, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at fault. I allow, I enable that to happen because I never say anything. So that's, uh, that's something, you know what, not to toot my own horn, but I couldn't do that probably, I don't know, a year or two ago. I'm all about my new shit. Let me drink some water. Excuse me. Let me take a sip. I just like my new favorite thing to do or just it makes my life less chaotic and and I guess it's like the ego thing like I don't let the my ego get the best of me and rule my life and literally ruin my life because I feel like your ego will ruin your life if you don't check it um I just love being super honest and vulnerable and willing to accept my faults and my um, wrongdoings and the behaviors I need to correct and like little things because I I don't want to be stubborn I don't want to have the same issues year after year after year and never think anything's wrong with me and I need that and that I'm a perfect person because we're all we're no one's a perfect person we're all flawed and I think it's frustrating when you're in a family and I don't want to be that family member who's stubborn and never changes and like you know what I mean so I'm just realizing that oh shit that's like a freedom thing like you just put it out there and it's like release hey mom I'm working on this you're right I'll I'll change that I'll fix that oh, yep mm-hmm. set that boundary we'll talk this out we'll hug it out what same with my sister okay and now I know I won't say that you won't say, okay cool and then and then at the root of it, I do that because of X, Y, and Z. And this is the behavior. Like, this is the problem I have. <sighs> so, I don't know. Do you guys do that? Are you little stubborn pieces of shit? I think everyone's a stubborn piece of shit sometimes. It's, it's hard to admit that you're wrong. But I want to do that for... I just... the. It's kind of like what I learned when I started the show. Like, the second I it clicked for me that, oh... Being raw, real, honest, open, sharing your life story, not caring about how good you sound on a podcast or how, what the content really is, but you're just doing it and you're being yourself 100% without um, overthinking it and trying hard. I'm like, wow, this is freedom. This is what it means to be a content creator on the internet who is just like flowing. There isn't any, like, the gap, I, I basically, what I did is I closed the gap with this podcast between who I am on social media, what existed before, and who I am on the show. Like, I closed that gap with this show. It's so consistent. Oh, no, excuse me. Who I am in person. Why did I say on Instagram or on social media? Who I am in person and how I exist online, I closed that gap with this show. Does that make sense? So I think people that can do that 
the closer you appear in person and and your personality and everything you put online, the closer that is to, to, um, the realer you are. Okay. Jacqueline, clearly the realer you, okay. Fuck. I was saying, I'm in bed. I'm podcasting. I'm tired of shit. I don't know what I was saying by that. Just like, don't be a fake bitch online and then like be something else in person. Um, so I learned that, but then I also learned that just airing out your shit, your dirty laundry, just saying, Hey, or is that the term? I don't know. Talk about what you suck at and what you want to work on. And if other people, and if you tell a couple people, it feels good. It's, it's nice to not let your ego, like the, what the ego does and what it did to me in the past was I wouldn't want anyone to know. I keep it to myself. I would be ashamed and shy if anyone knew that. Like, for example, if you know you're being a little shithead and you're being a jackass to a family member and they call you out on it and you're stubborn and you're like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm nice to you. What are you talking about? If you, that's, that's like horrible. It's annoying for your family if that's how you are and annoy. It's just not healthy. But the second you admit fault or you admit you're wrong and just kind of go, yeah, I'm not, I, yeah, you're right. I wasn't that nice to you. I'm sorry. Like that kind of shit. It sounds so childish, but it literally, it's so, it's so freeing. I feel like, you know what? I just like, it's like a weight off my chest. I just feel better. So there's your little life advice. I don't know. Dude, what's happening in the world? Should I check my phone? I'm done. I'm done talking about crying and shit, but I'll be honest. My eyes still hurt. They don't hurt. What's the feeling? They're like, you, if you saw me right now in person, you could see that I was crying. Does that make sense? Like, they're kind of, like, red. My eyes are kind of, like, veiny. No, wait, how do I explain it? Um, it isn't crying, like, not attractive? Wait, I heard that, and this is why I'm, ter- I'm terrified of crying in front of a man. Like, I'm not terrified. Like, okay, that sounds dramatic, but when a man sees a woman cry, it like does something where he, there's like a chemical that it releases and he, it becomes like a unattractive, he shouldn't be there thing or something like that. I don't know how to explain it. What the, let me just Google it. When a man sees a woman cry, let me type that in. I know there's something to it. When a man sees a woman cry. When a man sees a woman cry. It's like a song, I think. What guys think when they see a woman crying. I need to, not glamour.com. I need a fucking science. Ma- science. Here we go. Oh my God. This is called her. T- Wait. Should I do Quora? What do men think when women cry? I could do like a, a thread. Or here's the or scientificamerican.com. Her tears will control your mind. Oh, it affects their sex drive. Wait, let me just read this because it's science. And I think you guys need the science over the the ch- chat room thread thing. Okay. Okay. Her tears will control your mind. A mysterious substance in a woman's tears subtly affects the male's sex drive. That's what I heard. So, so like, yeah. Okay. Some time ago, women in solitude cried into vials. Their tears were special. They held a chemical whisper that could rob desire from men that's fucking crazy though this sounds like some kind of fairy tale it's in fact the description of a fascinating and important experiment by Noam Sobel's lab at the Wiseman Institute of Science in Israel 
oh my God, using a combination of brain scanning and other testing, these researchers have shown that women's tears contain a compound that covertly that covertly inhibits sexual desire in men. Okay, I want to see what happens when they see you cry. This is about the tears themselves, and that's interesting. I could keep reading. What's the conclusion here? In conclusion, where's the last paragraph? Amazingly, this leaping... Okay, I don't like this article. Um, Let's read the thread here. What do men think when women cry? First thought, oh shit, what's wrong? Okay, obviously... No, but I think all it is, I think the answer I was looking for is it, like, affects men's sex drive if you cry in front of them. Like, it does something, like, a chemical releases, I don't know. I think I heard that from Bill and I, the science guy, one time. <laughs> he probably didn't say that. I don't know where I thought of that. Ah. Um, no Tears Left to Cry, great Ariana Grande song. Is she putting out a show or something? I gotta talk about what I wanna watch. There's some good content coming out. Andrew Schultz. Is it Schultz Saves America? Is that his Netflix show? Wait. Schultz. I really like that guy. I'm a... I'm one of the boys, you know what I mean? Like, I, I listen to... I'm not one of the boys. I just watch... The thing is, when you watch enough Joe Rogan over time, you start following and listening to his guest podcast. So, like... Andrew Schultz was on Rogan and then I saw that he had a special come out and I was like oh well I'm, I'm gonna watch that and I've already followed Andrew for a long time and then I followed like all the other comedians and all the people he interviews like I'm in the Lex Friedman fucking Eric Weinstein Weinstein like I'm in the club you know what I mean like I know who all these people are and I I just like pay attention to their shit and their this their movies and specials that come out so anyways I'm excited to watch I'm gonna watch uh, Andrew I'm gonna watch Schultz Schultz Save America, Saves America, Andrew Schultz. He's a smart dude. Funny, smart dude. Um, yeah, Schultz Saves America. I'm going to watch that and then... Um, damn it, what was the other thing? I forgot my train of thought, dude. Brain cells out the window. I think all the tears. Does crying make you brain dead? Might. What was the other thing I was going to watch? Damn it. Andrew Schultz. Is there something Christmas movie maybe no fuck football Sunday obviously um I can't remember I don't know what else I was gonna watch damn it I like I'm really frustrated with myself right now what could I watch on Netflix um I'm for I'm really actually I'm annoyed I had another movie I was gonna watch to tell you guys and I can't remember okay ah um happy Friday I could end this now um that was kind of a dump so I'm sorry for unloading all that on you I I know that's I don't know if it was cohesive I don't know what I said I kind of blacked out when I talked about that but you know at the end of the day we're all human we're all human um I hate saying shit like, like warm and fuzzy stuff like that but I don't I don't feel weird about b- talking about family drama and issues and arguments and crying and because I think it's part of life and we all do it and you know I I think what I'm what I'm coming to with my show and my brand is just like 
we're on a phone call. I'm, ch- I'm like, hi, friend. This is what happened today. I cried with my mom. Like, I'm just being that. And I don't know, like, literally, by default, the fact I do this every day, my daily life and, like, what happens is each day is going to come up on the show. Like, I can't avoid it. Because I could, I could do a podcast seven days a week and each day would be, like, a specific topic and I could get really organized with it. But for some reason... I just like, selfishly, like for now, I just like to talk it out and work on myself and my mental health shit and my problem, like just bring up stuff on the show that's probably relatable, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you're listening, you probably relate, relate to me in some way. So I feel like it's helpful or it's, it's therapeutic. I don't know. There could be worse shit I could have to deal with, you know. And, like, I could talk about my childhood. I could talk about some of the crazy-ass SHIT that I've been through that I haven't even scratched, scratched the surface on. Like, I haven't talked about, like, there's a whole, like, I think I, I hesitate because... I don't like to get, I don't like to talk about the past and I don't like to think about it and, and stew about it. And it, it's not important. Like I, I don't want to focus on that and make it my, and talk, like share my story about that. I kind of want to keep it private, but it's something horrible. Like it's something crazy, but I, I did not have like, I think a misconception and you know, I get every now and then I get like the random DM about that I've I'm, you know, privileged, white privilege. I have it so good. Like someone will come at me and just like, um, th- think I'm this spoiled, rotten, rich bitch who's, you know, whatever. But you know what? You only know, you know my name. You don't know my story. You know what I mean? I got some dr- fucking shit on my resume of life. Like I'm not, it's not squeaky clean. Like I've, I've seen hard times. I've seen sweet times. I've seen it all. And so, um, fortunately nothing, um, how would I say this without saying any specifics, like nothing dark or, um, well, yeah, I can't say nothing dark necessarily, just nothing like tragic. You know, I could have lost a family member like that would have been a tragedy I think that'd be a worse trauma than what I went through or something like awful happening like that but um it was more like just you know family parents drama eh, you know a lot of a lot of yelling and screaming and shit so yeah I'm trying to tread lightly here because I don't know what I should or should not say did I do this for an hour are they done watching the Olympia should I check the news? I don't know. We're hanging out now. I'm just looking at my email. Checking email. Checking email on a Friday night. It's 9.49 p.m. I kind of have a headache. It's not good. Jacqueline, don't have a headache. I don't, I don't take anything when I have headaches because I don't believe in it. <laughs> but I eat French fries from McDonald's. How does that make sense? I won't take a Tylenol, but I'll down a chemical in a French fry bitch who do you think you are ah, I don't know if I want to check the news should I I just feel like I, I want to look at the stimmy check is it going to be stimulus bill they're saying it's going to be 600 
$600. I saw a tweet that was like, it's funny how rich people think $600 is a lot of money to poor people. <laughs> like, that's what they're offering. They're going to do for the stimulus check. <laughs> Uh, that's a, that's a bag of groceries at Costco, bitch. 600 bucks. That's a bag of groceries at Costco. What are you doing? Um, what news site do I trust here? It's a $900 billion relief package. Washington Post. Um, I don't think anything passed. Oh, I, I heard they're going to go on a government shutdown for two days because they ran out of money, apparently. And so they just tried to sign something today that would extend it they would like and work until the 20th so they could pass the stimulus stimulus bill the christmas miracle package the christmas miracle i guys the cherry on top think about this the cherry on top of 2020 will be congress passes the fucking stimulus bill everyone gets a stimulus check happy fucking chris merry fucking christmas Happy New Year. I don't know. There's something kind of symbolic about them giving us money at the very end of this year. Like, if it if it doesn't happen and we have to wait till, like, the end of January, it won't feel as, like, like a, the ending of a movie as it should be. It's just, like, the movie ends the 31st this year. You know what I mean? Guys, wait till we brand. Wait till we start branding 2021. Like, bitching about 2021. 2021, what are we going to say? 2021, it's, like, hard to say. 2020, 2020. Like, it's going to become its own brand, like 2020 did. But it'll be, like, either worse or it'll have, like, a different vibe to it. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for that kind of shit to come out. Like, tweets, memes, vaccines, you know. What did I see someone tweet about the vaccine? Oh, wait. Wait, what did I see a tweet? It was like, bitch, you're scared of getting COVID, but you won't. Wait, something about COVID and the vaccine, like being scared of one or the other. Wait, I got to look at this. I don't know. We're hanging out. Twitter.com, bitch. Enter. Do, 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 do. What's happening? Twitter says what's happening. I'm going to say I'm podcasting live right now. I'm not going to say that. News for you. FDA approves Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine for emergency use in the U.S. Goddamn. Congratulations. The Moderna vaccine is now available, Trump says. Uh, Rihanna posting a thirst trap. Hot damn. A girl tweeted, why do I feel so ugly lately? Why? Can't relate. Um... The best stimulus? Question mark. A job. Period. That's a great tweet. <laughs> a job. <laughs> oh, by the way, shout out Dave Portnoy and the Barstool Fund for the uh, small businesses in New York. Funding, funding them, getting them, getting them through the holidays. You know, supporting them. That's going to be awesome to watch. You know, is he on Fox News? He is on Fox News. Anyways, I'm just reading tweets. I'm hanging out, doing my own thing. Uh, picture people fishing. What's this? 
Dude, Ascasia or Tez Cortez? How do I say her name? Rubs me the wrong way. Wait, how do I say her name? Ascasia? A-O-C. It's easier to just type in A-O-C. Alexandria Ascasio Ocasio. Am I canceled for um, being rude and fucking this up? Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Ocasio? Ocasio. Just kind of rubs me the wrong way. I don't know much about her or what she's up to, but I just kind of like get a vibe that I'm not really stoked on. Um, I'm sniffing out socialism, socialism underneath all this. Literally, I just scroll through the tweets and I'm like, oh, okay, socialism. I see. See what we're doing here. Mm, that doesn't work with people who have a mortgage, honey. Sorry. It's not gonna work. A lot of it's not gonna work for a lot of people. Did you guys ask you wait? The third stimulus check is going to be three hundred dollar a three hundred dollar Venmo request from Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I love Twitter. Uh I can make this a three hour podcast and scroll Twitter for the next I could just like end my night hanging out in my bed reading Twitter and just you know what I mean? Like, this is the end of the podcast. Just, I don't know. Is this Mike Pence getting a a vaccine? This is the nudest Mike Pence has ever been. His, uh, he has short sleeves. It's a well-spoken man. Do you guys see that debate against Kamala? Kamala? He's a well-spoken man. Or just like, a, he carries himself well. Um... Okay, um, Lil Nas. Okay, tweeting. Everyone's tweeting. I don't tweet. I just read tweets. Sometimes I tweet. Should I read my tweets? Nah, I'm embarrassed by them actually. I actually thought of this morning. I had this paranoid thought where I was like, I don't like my brand on Twitter. I feel like I'm trying to. Well, it's you know I've never changed. The thing is, I got Twitter in 2009. I started popping off. I think. Senior, senior year of high school, I started tweeting a lot and I really haven't changed my style and like the shit I say in a long time. It's always been the same. So I'm like, you know what? Just roll with it. Cashews are mini croissants. Great tweet. Literally all I did this weekend was vacuum up. A <laughs> oh shit. I'm going to read my tweets. November 15th. Literally all I did this weekend was vacuum up rat shit in my apartment and watch football. <laughs> marry me <laughs> let's let's normalize arm slings let's normalize wearing arm slings on days we feel like doing less uh, okay I thought it was cool for saying this make disagreeing with people an, inter an interesting conversation again a great way to bond with friends yeah can't disagree with anyone these days you just you can't you can't do it <sighs> i wrote here's during the election times obviously i said it seems like unless you're anything but a progressive liberal you're an extremist on the right and that's not true if you want to, this is all during the election if you want to be a better america if you want america to be better be a better american i didn't even copy that i came out of that that came out of my brain cells if you want to be, if you want America to be better, be a better American. That kind of rolls off the tongue. But next tweet. P 
past my bedtime buying shit on Amazon like it's a professional sport. Uh, this if Trump's reelected, that means I have to wait another four years for him to do stand up comedy. God damn, he'd be great at it. He needs an audience. Like I think I was listening to the Rogan pod. Yeah, the Rogan podcast last night was okay. Jacqueline Joe Rogan said, just quote quote it that Trump should do a podcast. Then he said he's gonna need an audience though. Like he needs a live audience. Next tweet. All I do on Sunday is over-caffeinate and lay on my back. Who do I think I am? I think I'm so special. I'm being boring as fuck. I am in bed on a Friday night, half asleep, laying back, reading my own tweets. Is this... I'm full of... I'm full of shit. But I'm, in, I'm having fun. I haven't read my tweets in a while. Uh, <laughs> I tried to tie the... F- I, okay, daylight savings just slowed the year down. I tweeted that. I wrote... Changes to our circadian rhythm weakens our immune system. All caps, does daylight savings make us sick? Like, I tried to make an argument that the government moving our clock is fucking up our immune system because of our circadian... Okay. That's a reach, but I tried. Um, Oh, I believe in this show. I could have have done a whole segment on this. I realized the moment the... I wrote the moment the IG algorithm replaced chronological posts posts nothing on the internet has been the same. I went and found the date Instagram switches its feed from chronological to algorithmically driven best posts firsts first algorithmically driven best posts first was uh March 15th 2016. So that rolled out that's when it uh that's when you wouldn't scroll Instagram and see the chronological, like what just posted the, it, it didn't come in real time anymore. It came through an algorithm. I feel like every other social media platform adopted something similar after that, like Facebook, Twitter, everything got an algorithm. Everything on like Google got an al- algorithm, like everything's been algorithmized you know ever since that drop of of, on instagram i feel like nothing has been the same you don't everything's like suggestions and sponsored ads and algorithms and that was in 2016 so i nerded out and wrote something about that (sighs) watching podcasts on youtube makes me feel like i have a social life october 20th God damn. Watching podcasts on YouTube makes me feel like I have a social life. How depressing is that? I wrote, Trump doesn't like wind because it blows his hair off. That was during the debate. Trump doesn't like wind because it blows his hair off. He's talking about like wind energy or some shit. Watch the Rogan Kanye uh, episode and tweeted, Kanye is pure hearted as fuck. Football players are so hot. WTF tweeted that. If your next tweet, October si- October sixth. If your Instagram aesthetic has the same tones of a as a bowl of oatmeal, I'm out. Yeah, I don't like a I don't like a theme that looks like oatmeal or like. Okay, why is it? Let's unpack this. Am I triggered by nice aesthetics on Instagram because? I'm jealous that people are better, like they're, 
I'm not jealous though. It's just like annoying. I'm like you I don't I just don't like it when and I know it's all about art and expression and branding, okay? Like I get it, but sometimes I'm like I don't like to, I don't like it when people look like they try really hard. Like I don't know if you guys noticed this re- recently on Instagram. I just like post like the most I don't know. I don't even care what I post. I just like post random shit. I don't even like, it's not aesthetic. There aren't really like colorful filters going where I'm like making a theme, but yeah. Anyways, I tweeted that if your Instagram aesthetic has the same tones of a, as a bowl of oatmeal, I'm out. Jeez, I'm, I'm fucking, what's the word? I'm like angsty. Jesus, I'm so, I'm, literally, this is the tweet, next tweet, speaking of angsty, everything about social media is losing its luster, nothing is impressive or interesting, parentheses, to me anymore, I'm unimpressed, yeah, I'll say this about, um, you know, I grew up watching the OG YouTube shit, I saw Logan Paul come up and his boys and his gang and all that, you know, Maverick and Team 10 over, you know, Jake Paul. Like, I saw all that. Like, PewDiePie. Uh, just, who are the basketball guys throwing basketballs? Jenna Marbles. Like, Shane. I, like, I've been there since the beginning. So now I'm watching the TikTok. Like, I'm watching from a distance. Don't think I'm, like, actually sitting there. I don't watch, like, Dixie D'Amelio and YouTube videos of hers like I don't sit and watch that but I see it on the suggested stuff like it's part of like I see it every now and then I'm like all the like hypey pranky funny like the sway boys doing their sway stuff like I think I think I've matured what's the word I've aged up I've matured out of it where I like don't get entertained by um kind of like immature it's kind of immature like stupid shit on youtube and the internet anymore i'm just like especially pranky stuff like sketches on instagram that are cheesy that aren't even funny like i don't know i'm not i kind of i've like burned out of it i feel like it's been all been done um like the vine days are gone you know and so now i feel like what's happened is jacqueline you're growing up this is what sucks about not sucks about growing up is like well, Jacqueline, the young kids love it because they're growing up with it right now. It's crazy how, like, a decade has gone by of social media and, like, kids 10 years younger than me are, like, just experiencing the stuff I first experienced. Like, they're, I don't, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'm kind of like, Jacqueline, grow up. You're 26. You don't need to watch these 18-year-olds TikTok dancing do shit on YouTube like who cares um I'm a big kid now all right what was I just looking at tweets I'll read a couple more tweets and I'll I'll wrap this up I gotta make I don't know I need like ice water guys I was just picking you guys ever just like this is I have cute my toes are cute okay I'm just like putting my fingers between my pinky toe just resting it there like why am I doing that but anyways I need ice water I feel like I need to go do some stretches or some shit. I don't know. I just feel like, eh, I don't know. 
Um, I'm sick of wearing a diaper on my face. September 21st. Okay. Uh, oh, this is cute. I made, I've made 13 podcasts in 13 days. In a, wait, I've made 13 podcasts 13 days in a row. Holy shit. <sighs> wow. It's been a journey. What is, what is today? 106. Jeez. Next tweet. Influencers are good at regurgitating obvious information. Mm-hmm. I love when influencers tell me about drinking water. It's like, bitch, my mom taught me that when I was two. Um, Literally, I tweeted that. I didn't even know I tweeted that. Dude, stop telling me how to wake up and drink water and start my day. I learned my morning routine when I was two. I'm angsty. Here's the thing I don't like. I don't like unnecessary bullshit. I don't like filler. I don't like just dumb, useless, like, garbage. (laughs) I don't like to see it. I don't like to follow it, read it. I just don't. To me, it's just like a lack of self-awareness. Like, no one reflects on the fact that they're like, I'm using the water as an example, like, I just think it's over. People take shit like it's like religious. Like, hi, I wake up, I drink thirty-two ounces exactly, and then I like this much water. Like, I don't know. I don't make anything that serious and that deep. You know, I don't want to waste. I'm like trying to. My new thing is I'm working on a therapist with this. Like, um, there's stuff that I like need to unlearn certain patterns and like thought processes that I need to work on not like that I've been stuck in these cycles with for a long time that I'm trying to unlearn and I feel like the less bullshit in my brain the better I can just think about other I can just like not have to think about stuff all day long like to have to think about my water intake all day long would suck I just drink a fuck I literally I have a blender bottle with me at all times here at home I probably drink 14 of these a day that's what like two gallons I don't know do you know what I mean does it annoy you like it annoys me why does it annoy me I don't know okay um wait did I tweet use your voice before I had a podcast no I did I tweeted September 9th use your voice (sighs) oh California wildfires holy shit that was back in September 8th. Why did I retweet Gavin Newsom? Bitch, why did I retweet him? Unretweet. No, honey. He was ta- he tweeted about the rescue, the helicopter rescue, which is very uh, majestic to, to watch that rescue mission. All right. Oh, God. I've talked about this before. I drive 30 minutes to a laundromat that accepts cards because it's 2020 and fuck collecting quarters. Yeah. Um, show me an organized Ross shoe section September 8th I want to influence influencers who the fuck do I why did I tweet that should I delete that I want to influence influencers uh, okay zoom call set design is key 
I used a key emoji. Oh, now I'm sad. Mac Miller, R.E.P. I, I like retweeted a thread of him smiling. Fucks. It still fucks me up. Only it's weird. Like the older you get, and more people die, you're just like it doesn't seem real. Like I'm still fucked up by Joan Rivers dying. That really <sighs> took me back. I still I still remember going to the grocery store and seeing Kanye West's mom died like that on the the front of the magazine like I still remember that and I didn't even like Kanye that much I just remembered that sad story like I remember dude I remember okay when Michael Jackson died what was it June it's like June 6 or something 2000 I'm gonna get this close oh no I know it was June when did Michael Jackson die we're hanging out Michael Jackson died. Does anyone listen like this far in? Michael Jackson died. Uh, June 25th. Okay. I remember. I remember I tweeted. I was in high school. I think I was a freshman. 2009, I would have been a freshman. Um, I remember I tweeted. No, excuse me. I texted on my little. I think I had a Voyager. LG Voyager phone from Verizon. Yeah, I did. I texted like every one of my friends I knew I just texted even random like boys I liked I'm like this is a way I can talk to people I was just like hyperventilating like oh my god he died but then I'm like I just like texted people that he died is that weird I was probably so weird people that read that were like Jacqueline what the fuck I like who are you what's who's this who's this I love that and you don't they don't save your number I do that all the time though I like never you have to be someone special for me to save your number honestly or I don't save it it's got to be like and then if you text me I never know who if someone says what's up I never know who it is if I don't save their number and I just like I don't know don't respond ah don't check I just don't um Oh my god, guys. Pistachios are land clams. Pistachios are land clams. Great tweet. I took a picture of me holding some pistachios. I mean, just look at a pistachio. It's a land clam. They look exact. I, I even posted a picture of a steamer clam on a barbecue. I wrote the resemblance is, resemblance is uncanny. I cannot see it. I don't know. Why does my brain do shit like that? I just see stuff and I'm like, oh pistachio land clam oh cashew mini croissant same mouthfeel same texture same thing it's literally a mini croissant i have a wild imagination i don't know where it comes from oh golden retriever video did you guys see the video of the golden retriever sliding down it was like on ice on a hill it was so cute i love it all right i'm gonna call it there i'm gonna call it I think that was an hour. I don't know why I'm trying to push myself to do an hour now. Like, I thought, oh, I'm going to check and make this short and sweet. And here I am. I was talking about crying. And then I'm like reading tweets. I don't know what happened. Thanks for hanging out. Um, Stick around if you're a patron. Once again, you can go over to patreon.com slash TJMS to support the show and to get access to my exclusive Patreon-only content. And like I said, everyone gets a shout out on Friday episodes at the end. So stick around if you're a patron. And you can head over to the Apple Podcast app if you like today's episode. If you cried with me, 
um, go ahead and leave a review. It helps me out. And uh, yeah, one through five stars. I don't know. Just pick a number, submit it. It's easy. Yeah, leave me a review. And then follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Rowe and subscribe. I'm really like going all over the map here. Go over to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll be resuming Monday through Friday in January back in my studio in San Diego when I go home, which will be a lot of fun. I really miss it. I miss being on camera. I miss like the, the routine of that. So check it out. And anyways, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're happy. I hope you're fulfilled and I hope your family's doing well and you're I hope you're just hanging in there. I love telling people that in 2020. How are you hanging in there? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're hanging in there. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I'm going to do a Q&A for Saturday. All right. Love you guys. Bye. All right. Today's patreon.com slash TJMS patron shout outs. Thank you guys so much. You know who you are. These shout outs go out to Ricky Jensen. <laughs> Hi, Ricky. Thanks for your support. It means a lot to me. I really appreciate you. Next shout out goes to Trevor Garrett. Thank you, Trevor, for your support. It means a lot. And I'm repeating the same shit. I I really appreciate you. I do. I know I'm repeating what I just said to Ricky, but I do mean it for you too. Okay. I don't know how else. I don't want to sound fake. I'm trying to be as genuine as fucking, excuse me. I shouldn't swear. Should I redo the segment? I'm trying to be as genuine as possible here. Thank you for your support. And uh next up we have eagle one eagle one thank you for your support it means a lot to me appreciate you and finally why am i pausing ozzy 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 <laughs> thank you for your support it means a lot to me i really appreciate you now guys you do realize i do this seven days a week it's my dream i love this and i can't tell you how much your support means to me I uh, hope you're liking the show. I know it's been, uh, I don't know, it's been like at night lately. It's not the same vibes back in my, you know, apartment in the morning, coming off a workout, like a normal day. But you know what? I don't know. I'm chilling. I'm having fun. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're happy. And um, yeah, thanks for all the support. And I will shout you out next Friday and I'll talk to you tomorrow. I don't know what else to say. You guys know the drill. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Bye.